Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, we have a quite interesting topic to talk about today. I know there's been a lot of speculation. I know people hear a lot about comms, right? And comms is the new offender management program that is a system that's taking over for Omni and a lot of other programs that we have, one that we will talk about today. A pilot started in, uh, in food service on August 6th, and I'm excited to have a couple pretty big hitters in the department come on field days and talk about the pilot in, in food service. And one of those persons is, is Kevin Weisenborn, and the other is Greg Torrey. Kevin, you are the food service director for the MDOC. First of all, thank you for coming on field days. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Can you talk about yourself, how long you've worked in the department, kind of what you do? Well, I've been with the department 26 years. I've been managing uh, the food service component of the department here since the transition to private food service back in December 2013. And I took over uh, managing the food service operation here uh, last year when we transitioned over from Trinity. Right. I'm I'm sure that was a huge undertaking. It was. Um, So thank you for, for taking that on and uh, it seems to going, be going fairly well, yeah? It is. It is going very well. Uh, I'm pleased with the progress that we've made through the past year. We've, it's been a learning curve, and, uh, but uh, the curves are all going in the right direction. That's so good. that's the important piece. Yeah. So. And, and Greg Torrey, we have you on. I feel this. Thank you for, for taking time to, to stop up uh, to Central Office and talk, to, talk to us about comms. You work for a friend of the pod, a, a huge friend of the pod, and that's Warden Noah Nagy, right? Uh, indeed. And we could talk about Noah all day long and make fun of him here, but we don't have time for that, Greg. So we're going to ask you to, uh, to not do that, although Chris and I could join in and do this with you all day. But, um, so talk about yourself. How long have you worked in the department? What do you do? Uh, I had my one-year anniversary in July. I was with Trinity and was brought on with the state. I'm excited about this program. Um, it's been fun being in the basement to build it uh, and see where we're going with it and what the benefits are going to be when we all get there. So it's been good. Well, great. So, so let's talk a little, bit, a little bit more about your transition into using comms from NetMenu is what you use now, or what you did use, right? Yeah, NetMenu is our current food service program that was uh, brought on a year ago when we transitioned to the state. So all the facilities are currently using that for the ordering and inventory processes. Comms will replace that. Okay. And comms, you know, fun fact, Chris, do you know, do you know when comms will be rolled out to everyone statewide without looking at your notes if i look at my notes here i would still keep looking at them and let you tell me it will be rolled out 2022 everybody will have it that's what i was going to say yeah food service was obviously you know the first to to start piloting comms then we're going to move into trust meal tracking foa parole board and cfa so training will occur through october november december implementation will be in late 2019 for healthcare. so healthcare is next online they're going to be trained soon it sounds like next month in uh, november december um, and then we'll move into, you know, trust meal tracking, FOA, Pro board, and CFA. So it's happening. But let's get into this pilot specifically, and let's talk about kind of where you're at. So it doesn't matter if Kevin or Greg, whoever wants to answer this. What does what does the change to comms mean for food service staff statewide? Well, I think what it does is it symbolizes one of the final steps for us, really, transitioning from the private food service provider to the department-controlled uh, operation. Um, I think it is going to be a big step for us. It's It's... 
going to give us the ability to uh, demonstrate what we do and how well we do it. And that's going to be a very important part of, of food service moving forward. And, and we've driven down that road a lot during the past year, being very outcome-based and, and looking for different performance factors. So comms helps us enhance all of that into one program. And I guess how long is a pilot going for and when's food service going to be rolled out statewide using comms? We're going to roll it out October 1st. Okay. Uh, Greg's been piloting the program for us since August the 6th, and we have been training our staff currently uh, on the, how to use comms. We've been training approximately 135 staff over the past few weeks. We'll be wrapping that up uh, next week. So it sounds like with comms, there's some, some benefits that come to it compared to what we were using with NetMenu. And again, we learned the phrase NetMenu maybe 10 minutes ago because we're not in food service all the time. But NetMenu sounds like it's very tech savvy, but it's even with NetMenu, you're still doing a lot of pen and paper things, right? And with comms, it'll all be digitized. Is that, is that right? Yeah, I, I think what you're going to find, uh, you know, is that NetMenu has a lot of bells and whistles to it. Uh, but frankly, uh, there were a lot of bells and whistles that kind of complicated the program. And really, our staff didn't have time. Food service is a very time-demanding operation. And so a lot of bells and whistles, it's a neat thing to talk about, but really getting any benefit out of it, not so much. So what we did when we were designing uh, the food service component of comms is we really tried to simplify things. We really wanted to make things more intuitive for the user. Users are going to find a more simplified but useful program. I have a, I have a question specific to this. You know, So if we're going to eliminate NetMenu, I'm sure people were trained on the NetMenu application, right? I'm sure some staff are wondering, you know, will I be trained in the new system? How do I learn it? Is it difficult? Are, are they trained on day one? What has what your staff undergone as far as training goes? Well, being, being the pilot, we had everyone at our beck and call and uh, an amazing support staff here at GVP to answer and, and be there whenever we needed. So we had probably a little bit more extensive training than perhaps others will get just because we were building from the ground up. We've been on the road with training teams, training at facilities or like at Jackson, training food service directors and FSS9s uh, on how to use the program, what the basic functions are. All the FSDs will be coming here to GVP next week. We will be training them how to build their specific program for their facility within comms. So so they're going to get some real data, some real-time sandbox time to play with some things uh, before it uh, flips the switch on October 1st. So I think what we've got for training for the field is pretty streamlined and uh, hits the nail on the head. And who, and who conducts that training? I mean, are there, are there materials that they're going to get when they leave? Uh, who, who's doing all the training for us? The, there are food service directors. There are GVP staff that are out there doing the, the in-the-field training. Mike Lipka and I will be doing the build training next week here at uh, headquarters. A lot of hands in the pot. We've had nine food service directors, current food service directors, service trainers, and so we've trained 135 staff. That includes our food service directors and our food service supervisors in the facility. So you, you look at it, the fact that we have nine food service directors that have been trained intensively and now are providing that training, we have a third of our food service directors in an expert role, if you will. It's, it's similar to the transition that we had with Trinity and NetMenu, you know, all of our staff having to learn that program, but I think we're better situated in terms of our support that we're going to be given to our staff. So it sounds like 
you feel confident that everyone is going to be trained and be able to be functional and ready to go on day one when it rolls out statewide, then everybody will have the training. And Yes, and by everyone, I think we need to be clear that comms will be used by the food service director and our food service supervisor nines. Our cook sevens that are present in the facilities will not be using, although they will be benefiting from the use of comms. But all of our nine levels and food service directors, they'll be responsible for the data entry and the management and operation of the program. And I am very confident that they'll be very knowledgeable. So, so Greg, let's talk a little more about the pilot and how things are going at Lakeland. I heard they've been going pretty well. You're working out some bugs, like with any new program, but how has it been going overall? It gets better every week. Kevin and the team have uh, rolled up some enhancements based on recommendations of uh, things that we've stumbled across during the build. They've been very responsive and very helpful in getting those pushed through. In fact, 3.30 today, we have our second set of enhancements being pushed in. So I'm excited to get in tomorrow morning and, and see what that provides for us. It really is much more streamlined. I have three FS9s. So between the four of us, we've kind of been the dump the Legos in the middle of the desk and here build it, folks. So it's been challenging, but with each learning and each enhancement, it gets better. It gets easier to use. My nines are already doing all of the ordering and all of the inventory in comms. I'm hands-off basically in comms already. So that speaks volumes not only of the talent of my staff, because I'm very lucky to have the folks that I have, but the ease of learning it and being able to operate the system. And Lakeland is unique, obviously, because you guys have a lot of uh, aging prisoners there that have a lot of special needs. And so are there some special things that are part of comms that when you get health care and custody, when you're talking about therapeutic meals, is there some benefit people have access to all that at the same time in in that system? Chris, that's probably one of the most exciting parts of this for me. When health care is tapped in and they're able to push an inmate's diet directly to us, Mm -hmm. we assign that diet and everything is done for us from there on out as far as preparing the food, recommended orders, printing out the tags to make sure that food gets to the inmate. There's some great benefits just with the healthcare connection that we're going to have here shortly. Yeah, we're going to re- actually realize quite a bit of savings, both in terms of you know, kitchen operations and, and food costs. We're going to be able to simplify the therapeutic diets that are being offered. And so when Greg says this is an exciting time, and I know, I know a lot of people are out there probably saying, okay, help me connect the dots here. Yeah. You have to trust us <laughs> that uh, what is happening here between food service and health care is a very positive thing for the department. And it's going to make things a lot easier for our food service staff, and it's going to save the department a decent amount of money. So, One of the things that I wanted to make sure that I got in here is one of the biggest benefits besides, for me, the, the health care uh, connection is with net menu, only one person from a facility could be logged into the system at a time. So if Kevin wanted to work on something with diets and I needed to do an order, somebody had to give up. Now we can all get logged on on different computers. We have our own user. We can get in there. We can we get a lot more work done in a much shorter time, for, time frame. So that's another great benefit already. That's great. I'm sure when staff hear that, they're going to really appreciate that. You don't have to wait in line to do your work. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you had mentioned that... Uh, during the pilot that the staff had been very responsive and were able to answer any kind of questions that you had because you, you were the guinea pigs, so mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure you had everything you needed. So, so Kevin, once it goes out statewide, what's that response going to be like when, you're, when you've got a, lot, a whole lot of people maybe asking questions? You know, we expect that, and, and there's going to be a learning curve associated with all of this, and we, we went through this with NetMenu, but 
we have, you know, again, nine food service directors that are serving as trainers, and they're going to be available to support. We have my staff that are going to be available to support uh, everybody out there. And so when we really look at the number of food service directors and staff uh, that may need help and those that are available and serve as an expert, I like that ratio. We're looking really good. Greg has provided a lot of val valuable insights to us that we've shared with staff. Again, there's going to be some uh, challenging areas, but uh, it's nothing that we haven't experienced before and nothing that we haven't overcome before. So. And Noah did mention that for a small fee he would set up a Lakeland help desk, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, sure there might did. be a cut in there. He for did me offer that. that. He I'm did. sure he, he did offer. No one will offer anything up. He's just, a great yeah, guy. Yeah, just so you, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do. I do want to talk about. So, I, so we just took a survey, and it talks a lot about change champions and a lot about the role that they're playing. Do you guys have change champions? Yes. yes. Okay. Can you talk about how kind of their role and what the, the effect that they're having on this pilot? Well, the change champions are you know they're really a liaison between. Uh, the project and, and facility staff, and so they have been responsible for disseminating a lot of information in terms of posters, leaflets, emails, and so forth. A lot of informational pieces associated with comms, just helping to alleviate any concerns and, and increase the awareness of the program. And, and staff are appreciating that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. This is going to impact a lot of food service people, and, and especially you know, in the facilities. What advice do you have for them to get ready for this October 1st rollout? You guys have lived this now for over a month. And you guys are working out the bugs, so hopefully when it gets out to them, it's uh, a much smoother process, a much smoother rollout, thanks to you and, and, and your team. Um, but what, what other advice do you have for, for them on October 1st? We'll be doing the build with them next week, the preliminary build. So that is going to give them a leg up well in advance of October 1st. All the facilities and directors have been given very clear instructions on what information to bring with them to that training. One of the benefits that I've had is that I've had NetMenu as a safety net during the pilot so that I could go back and, you know, compare the systems is if, if there's an issue, which system is the issue in. My colleagues are not going to have that safety net. October 1st, we're done. Whatever reports you can print out, whatever information you can get from NetMenu that you might even think down the road you may need, I would recommend that you capture that because you may need it. You may not, and that information has all been sent out to everybody so they know well in advance of, of what they should be uh, researching and capturing. We will have the ability to retrieve. We'll, we're going to maintain one license for a period of time, so I just wanted to... Oh, you undermined yeah, me. I'm right. sorry, Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I just I, I wanted everyone to know that we will have that ability. It's going to be, but it's going to be challenging. You know, Kevin, as, as the director of food service, how are you feeling about this? Wrap this up and kind of Give us your thoughts for, you know, everybody who's out there listening who, who, is, who is curious, who's anxious about this comm system. You know, I'm excited. I don't know how else to put it. Is there going to be a learning curve associated with this? Absolutely. Is it going to require a lot of hard work? Absolutely. But again, it's what we've done before. I'm excited because this kind of represents the final stage of our transition to MDOC food service. And that's nothing but good stuff. I think this program, uh, one thing that has been put to us is this, when we launch this on October 1st, this is the worst it's ever going to be. We're going to be able to enhance this program from October 1st far into the future. We're going to be able to do a lot more things with this. So it's exciting. I don't know how else to put it. I'm excited. I can't wait for this to replace um, our current system. Just the features that it's going to offer, you know, just the efficiencies it's going to offer, the, the web-based 
it's going to offer. It's just going to be so much more efficient for everybody, and I, I can't wait. So uh, I, I got to say, I'm kind of jealous of you guys that you guys got it first. But I'm glad that you guys are, you know, taking this pilot on, and you know, working out some of the some of the rough edges, which is which is what a pilot's for. It's really awesome to hear just the benefit you guys are seeing in this new program, and the features that it offers our staff, and you know, the, the how it's going to make their job easier. You're talking about healthcare having you know, a diet need brought over to this system. That's great. Not only going to save money, but it's going to be better for that prisoner, right? It's going to be safer. It's going to be an overall better system. So I'm excited for this to roll out across the whole department. And I'm excited that you guys came on today to talk about this. I can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to, to come here. And I know, Kevin, you're here, but Greg, to drive up here and uh, to, talk, to talk about this because you guys are making a difference. So thank you guys so much for what you do every single day. Really appreciate it. Well, Chris, you know, I, I think it's important to talk about comms often. And I know every time that um, comms rolls out to a new unit or a new administration, I think we're going to probably have people on to talk about that, right? Yeah, this is kind of our second uh, in a series that we're going to kind of yeah. regularly occurring series on comms. And so if you didn't catch the first uh, episode of comms, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes and in the email that everybody gets. And then as we go forward, we'll be able to add this one to that when we do the next one. I think maybe maybe we'll be doing one on healthcare because I think healthcare is one of the areas that's coming up to, to comms next, right? Yeah, we should we should probably talk about some of the um, upcoming info for comms. You know, I, I know there was a survey that, that just probably ended now. There was some questions on Change Champions, and I think you can learn more about Change Champions in, in, with our interview with Kevin um, and Greg. And, and a lot of areas haven't designated Change Champions yet, so I think um, you know when that happens, you'll, you'll understand more you know the role of the Change Champion and kind of and how that's all going to play out. But the new system is officially now up and running with with food service. This has been a, a long time coming, and it'll be done and be rolled out statewide in every administration by, I think, 2022, Chris. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to have it come out statewide. I know I know you are as well. And, yeah. Uh, and again, we don't have to go over it uh, in depth because we did have we did don't do a whole episode uh, on it before, but this is a big lift for the department. It's a total change of every, all the systems that everybody uses for everything from looking up case notes uh, for an offender to ordering food yeah. in the prisons. To and healthcare. Healthcare, I mean, everything that will be handled by this system rather than using 100 different systems that we all kind of use now. So yeah. with a whole bunch of perks and benefits that come with uh, some of the new features. So it's exciting to see it start to roll out. And speaking of healthcare, healthcare is up next. Healthcare will be trained on comms um, next month, and it'll run October, November, and December with implementation uh, for healthcare in late 2019. So they're, they're up next. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be here um, next month for them. Which is again exciting. Uh, the, you know, a new administration, the healthcare administration, is going to get comms now. Uh, implementation will then go to trust, meal tracking, and finally FOA and parole board, and then CFA finally um, by the end of 2022. So it's happening. This is exciting, um, and hopefully everybody uh, will you know will stay tuned to these episodes when when they roll out uh, to hear how it will affect your area or your administration. So. Yeah, um, and and thanks again to to Greg and to uh, Kevin for for yeah. coming on and explaining that. And uh, despite his warden, uh, he's obviously doing a very good job there. You could tell. Yeah, that, uh, I, that they picked the right point. guy to to have it in the right facility to to do it. You know, Lakeland. I don't know if I feel should feel proud or feel bad for the folks at Lakeland. They, they they're the pilot site for a lot of different projects. The, the uh, a Russ PC pilot. Yeah, they, they have a lot going on there. Pilot. So. Yeah. Kudos to, kudos to everybody there that's doing a lot of really innovative stuff. Absolutely, and I, you know it's it's a lot of work. So thank you so much to everybody down there who is um, helping out with this pilot and, and taking on a, a lot of a lot of cool innovative work. But you know, Chris, on last week's podcast we talked about a lot of upcoming stuff that happened at the end of last week. 
which was the pistol shoot, um, the director's cup. There was uh, the Chad Tough 5K. 5K. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell us how that all ended for us, Chris? Well, I would, but it hasn't happened yet because wait a minute, we had to. We're we're, we're kind of back to the future in uh, here right now, so my time flux capacitor uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't operational. So we had a whole lot going on last week. And so we had to tape this part of it a little bit early, along with our interview uh, that you just listened to, a little bit earlier than we usually do. So unfortunately, we don't have the results of oh. those big events. So we haven't done that those we events yet? yet? As of this taping, we have not done that. Although as of this That's... listening, uh, they have occurred. So I'm confused. Go yeah, ahead. well, you're very confused as, as it is <laughs> overall. So on next week's podcast, we'll be able to tell you uh, all those things. Because right now, as this podcast is coming out, we're all up in Mount Pleasant, the greatest city uh, uh, in Michigan, for the, the uh, mountains of Mount Pleasant, for yeah. the uh, administrative assistance conference for for CFA. So we're going to be up there talking about media policy and legal issues and all the kind of things that RAAs uh, at our facilities do an amazing uh, amount of work uh, and do a, a wide variety of things. And so we're going to be up there training them on all sorts of issues. So we're up there for that. And so next week we'll be back with a new episode of Field Days Podcast, and we'll get you the the highlights of let you know who won the Director's Cup, how the 5K went. Pistol shoot. And the pistol shoot, if we were able to finally, finally beat MSP. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.